Hey, everybody, this is P. Norman Grant with Slim Jim and another edition of the Grapefruit Agenda. Why grapefruit? Because we're sweet on conservatism and sour on liberalism. We analyze, summarize, criticize, and scrutinize some of what goes on for news these days here on the Treasure Coast and around the state of Florida and across the universe. Today's episode is entitled Obfuscation, Prevarication, or Fib. So, people who watched Trey Gowdy last night on Fox, the only channel. I have a TV. There's only, there's only one channel that I watch. I, no golf, no football, just the Fox. According to my Friends. liberal friends up north, that's okay. the only one I watch. So, Sunday Night in America to host Trey Gowdy credited the media for managing to unite the country against them in a deeply polarizing political environment, citing a Gallup poll that found that 85% of the country has lost faith in print and television media. And Trey Gowdy goes on, he says, I want to congratulate the media. They have managed to do what which seemed impossible. A pandemic could not do it. Natural disasters can't do it. War can no longer do it. But the media has done it. In a country rife with vision, torn asunder with political fights, the media has brought about a glimmer of unity. The media has united the country in believing that the media is untrustworthy, unfair, and biased. Trey Gowdy, disdain and distrust for the media cross geographical and generational and ideological boundaries. In other words, having no confidence in the fairness of media may be the single most unifying thing we have going for us. I couldn't agree more. Trey, Trey Gowdy. Why is Trey and um, the other guy, they left of Congress, became, they became talking heads, millions of dollars, I guess, and... Chavitz, yeah. Jason, Jason Chavitz, yeah. Two value, most valuable players. They were all stars, and they left to be go to go make a million dollars. I guess they're pretty smart guys. <laughs> Just say, but what happened was uh, Trey Gowdy was right. The media, the media is full of lies, bias, and obfuscation, prevarication, and fibs. So I wanted to define a couple of these things because as we go through today's episode, we may be needing definitions. Obfuscation. So I went to uh, a couple of dictionaries, but most simply, making something unclear or obscure, that is obfuscation, which the media does. Reminds me of like a a police officer pulls you over, pulls you over for speeding, DWI, or just having a smelly car, smoke coming out of your your exhaust, and he stops you, and he said, have you been drinking? And obfuscation is, officer, I've been drinking pineapple juice. Pineapple juice with a splash of soda, that's what I've been drinking. You're, you're making something unclear because you're forgetting about, you're not telling him about the rum in the drink. You're drinking pineapple juice. That's obfuscation. Prevarication is to evade or avoid the truth. And this is reminded uh, a narrative I have when I was in California. I was a young dude, and we out, the family went out to California, and, and we visited my cousins, and my aunt was there, and she was... She was a hottie. She was a platinum blonde hottie, uh, single at the time, of course. And I'm like 13, 12, and she's driving me somewhere. I don't know where it was. And we got pulled over for speeding. And the police officer says, uh, we pulled you over for speeding. And she turns to me and she says, Norman, doesn't that police officer look fine with that uniform? And she was she was billing this guy, buttering this guy up. Ticket was 60 bucks. Prevarication. And what is a fib? A fib is an important, un- unimportant lie. Well, lies are different. If you can fib, fib is fib is like 
Uh, I'm not feeling so well tonight. So, uh, honey, um, I'm going to stay home. I really can't can't go out and party with you. I could be a fib. A lie, though. What's a lie? A lie is a statement to deceive. And they can be malignant. A malignant lie is something that's not only deceptive, but it hurts people somewhere. Malignant. Malignant is, uh, honey, I didn't have sexual relations with that woman. I didn't have, this is, this is uh, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton's lie. Well, maybe he was just doing a George Costanza. George Costanza, you remember that? He was, if you really believe it, it's not a lie. So the definition of sexual relations was changed all across the country. A malignant lie. Like I'm going to get all, all the people out of Afghanistan before the military is retreating. Okay? We're going to get all the people out and then the military. No, it's not happened. It didn't happen. That was a malignant lie. And I'm comparing that to Trump's lies. We're going to go into Trump's lies a little later, what the left calls Trump's lies. But there are benevolent lies. Benevolent lies, like, uh, you really look great in that dress. You really look great. How about this one? You get a, a doctor's appointment with a, an elderly friend of yours, and you get, could be a, a mom or dad that's not compass mendus, and you find out that she or he's got cancer and maybe six months to live. Are you going to tell mom or dad that they have six months to live. It could be a benevolent lie. So the different levels of lying. But what we're concerned about is really the lies of the press. So I, that's why I like to go to the papers and read the funny papers, as we did in the first uh, couple of grapefruit agendas. We talked about Fiorello LaGuardia. Reading the funny papers. Here's a funny paper. This is the front page of the paper today, which I must say, I, I sacrificed my health to read because I've Go through. I have a box of Kleenex every day. I'm allergic, it turns out, grapefruits to newspapers. Now, it could be the cheap ink or the cheap paper, the pulp. I'm not sure. But we're going through some Kleenex here. So I, I'm doing this for you. Sacrificing. Sacrificing. So here's the, the headline. Now, this is not T.C. Palm. But this is from the Press Journal version of T.C. Palm, the paper, the actual paper. DeSantis, GOP leaders to the crowd, no backing down. This is about the turning point. Uh, in Tampa Bay, this is the Turning Point USA Student Action Summit. They had 5,000 young people over in Tampa. And so the news, this is reported by USA Today, Zach Anderson, who's the biggest DeSantis hater and number two Trump hater in all of Florida, probably. And he writes, he writes prevarication, obfuscation, and fibs for the USA Today Network. Tampa, Governor Ron DeSantis declared, I'm not backing down one inch. U.S. Senator Ted Cruz promised to fight every dumb is that a star, star, star thing? How would you... Slim Jim, what do they call those? Little asterisks? Asterisk. Oh, that could be. Dumb effing thing Democrats' leaders do. Ted Cruz has promised to fight every dumb blinking thing Democrat... This is the hit. This is the front page, people. Democratic leaders do. U.S. Senator Josh Hawley, we're just talking about Josh, proclaimed, I am unbowed, I am unrepentant, and I am unafraid. So this is what's... Is, is called news. This is what's a stand-in for news. Now, they're talking about DeSantis. DeSantis was there Friday night, and Trump was there Saturday night. I'm looking at all the reports across all platforms online about Trump's speech on Saturday night. The headliner. Number one is Trump. Number two is DeSantis. Who did they write about? DeSantis, because that was Friday night. How often does this paper get news from the previous night? Back in the day, when we had actual newspapers, you could find night... Baseball scores, sixth inning, 
sixth inning of the Mets that ended at 9 o'clock. Paper went out. In the morning, we have the sixth inning. And then you have to, well, wait till the evening. Could have been an evening paper. That's why they had two papers. In the evening, you could have the evening paper, find out the whole score. That's why they had evening papers. But here's Microsoft News posted a daily report about the Turning Point USA. Nobody else. Nobody else online. So they had to report on DeSantis. Maybe they're just deleting or they're ignoring Trump. This is news by omission. Choosing stories not to show. Turning Point USA. So they did report on this. And I'm trying to find out how Anderson, where's the angle that Anderson has other than just repeating the, the crazy rhetoric that, uh, that these guys were pumping up. They're pumping up the crowd. He's using this as a front page. Okay, they protest democratic policies as socialism and promote unsupported claims of fraud in the 2020 election. So they're talking, he's talking about uh, Turning Point USA, but he's talking about 5,000 kids protesting democratic policies as socialism and promoting unsupported claims of fraud. Now, this guy, this journalist, is saying that all these 5,000 kids at the Tampa Convention Center, and they were, these are all college kids. They came from all over. They came from Alaska. They came from Missouri. They came from everywhere, Florida. And they were there to buck up the, the conservative people. What's he call them? Liars. Here's Zach Anderson. Zen Anderson's calling them supporting fraudulent claims, claims of fraud. All these people were promoting unsupported claims of fraud. Do you think there's going to be a tipping point, Slim Jim, when people are going to say that, that there is some evidence? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. We're waiting for that tipping point. When, when are they going to actually admit that, that at least one of the claims, we've got 50 claims of, of fudging, uh, skullduggery, maybe, tomfoolery. Maybe when more states are decertifying the election. That results. could be. Some Jim and I are catching up on the states that are decertifying, and we have a few. Um, we need fighters, Kirk said. Charlie Kirk is running this. She's, he appears on Fox all the time, the only, the only channel I watch, Fox. So we need fighters, not just more of the same. Trump's inflammatory rhetoric preceded the siege of the U.S. Capitol, but Speaker's Friday focused on the violent threats faced by those on the right, highlighting an incident Thursday night when the GOP candidate for governor of New York was attacked on stage. His attacker was released on bail. And so nothing about the bail laws, but we have uh, Lee Zeldin. Was it Lee Zeldin? They had that little, that little. I guess he had somebody had a blade and jumped on. So he's, he's making light of that. We need fighters. Well, he can say it now. We can see people saying we need fighters. And this is what uh, the AOC and the squad on January 6th said. Trump says fight, and then he really means it. Otherwise, we're not so sure. Not so sure about who means what. So as we see the press journal, we have C.C. Palm and many of the papers across the country making sure that their prevarication, obfuscation, and fibs get front page, and we have to suffer through, well, we have to look. we got to go on the box that lights up, the Internet or the intraweb, as they may call it, as I would call it, and we have to find some truthiness. So another another source of, source of my truthiness was a guy named Kurt Schleister. This was uh, actually printed by the New York Post. He's a he's a columnist, but he's talking about the lies, the lies in politics. If you're a politician, you probably had to lie to get there. Now I'm reminded of some Biden lies. We're going to see if we can come up with some Biden lies a little later, Slim Jims. Get a couple of lies ready for me. Well, you know, I've got one or two, but this is about uh, the lies about Trump. 
This is what's been printed, and this is what's in the mind of people like Zach Anderson from USA and the people who cover the news on these papers that make me sneeze, the, the ink and the cheap pulp papers that make me sneeze. And so I read them to see what my adversaries are really pumping up. They're, they're pumping it up. Lies have always been a part of politics, but today defamation has replaced actual debate, says conservative columnist Kurt Sleister. In his book, he's got a book, the big the 21st, I'm sorry, the 21 biggest lies about Donald Trump and you. Ah, they do lie about us. Mm. They do lie about us. In fact, if I went on to Washington Post right now, maybe we'll do that after a commercial break. I'll read some lies from the Washington Post. And so Schleister, he's a U.S. Army colonel turned trial lawyer and TV commentator, mounts an enthusiastic defense of President Trump and his supporters. OK, the liars want to build a false narrative that morally disenfranchises you. They can defame us without our consent, but they can't beat us unless we let them. So here are eight of the 21 lies. I want to go through a couple. Some Jim, see if you remember some of these. So he initially wrote down, is there a single recorded incident of Trump using racial slurs? That's what he wrote. And I guess the lie would be Trump is a racist. So as we go through the, the Charlottesville, the Charlottesville incident, we could see that he said very fine people. He did say that. On both sides. On both sides of the street, on both sides of which issue? The issue of taking the, the statue down. We're, I've, I've, always, I've always remembered other people trying to fudge that, trying to screw that around and say, you know, it's, no, it's either the white nationalists or the great Democrats marching there. Actually, you know, I, looking at some of the footage I've seen, I've seen some BLM people from the back of these, they got like 20 guys on Saturday. Before, the night before was Friday. They had a march across the University of Virginia. And it was a torchlit, it was a torchlit uh, march, but they were protesting the threatening of taking down some of the, the Confederate statues, which may or may not be a good idea, but they could do it. They were allowed to do that. The next day, he said, very fine people, and the press just decided to truncate that, cut it off, and say, we, very fine people was applied to the neo-Nazis, and that's it. Even though Trump said the next day, he said, you have some very bad people in that group very bad people in the group, the group that was holding the signs, and you not replace us and all that. But you also had some very fine people on both sides, both sides of the statue issue. How about the hates, I like the hates Mexicans ones. He, he hates Mexicans. So that was the pronoun problem. I taught pronoun in, pronouns in school for 20 years. And I know contractions from possessive pronouns. So when he said, the Mexicans are not necessarily sending us their best, they're not sending us their best. They're sending their killers, T-H-E-I-R, their killers, their drugs, T-H-E-I-R, their drugs, and their rapists, T-H-E-I-R, rapists. They're sending us killers, drugs, and their rapists. So the media, what did the media do? They went into a contraction, maybe a convulsion, but a convulsion of a contraction, and they contracted uh, they and are, and he, they implied, and they wrote. Trump says all Mexicans, Mexicans yeah, they are rapists. Do you get it? Get it? Eighth graders, freshmen in college, there, there, there. And I'd pat him on the back. No, I wouldn't. I didn't touch him. I didn't ever touch that kid, Jimmy. All right, hates women. How about hates you, hates women? Kidding. With Billy Bush, he said, when you were a celebrity, well, what, what they did was they said that Trump boasted that he would grab women wherever, wherever he wanted to grab them. What did he say? He said, when you're a celebrity, Billy Bush, you can grab them any way you want. That's it was a it was it was kidding. It was kidding once. What did they do? Oh, he was a molester. Okay, how about this one? 
not only was Trump not corrupt, but he gave his money that he made every year back to the Treasury. He, he, in fact, he said he went through a lot of money. He cost him a fortune to be president. A tremendous fortune, he said, like you've never seen before. And how about the PGA? He's, his Durrell, you know the Durrell, Slim Jim, mm-hmm. in Miami, where LiveGolf will be alive in when? October? October. October, LiveGolf will live. Why would Trump back LiveGolf? Well, the PGA hated him so much because of people like the Washington Post and the New York Times. They took away the Durrell Open and championship down there. And now he's getting his comeuppance called retribution. So being president has cost me a fortune. So the lies, the lies about Trump, they live. How about autocrats? Ah, here, here he is. The picture of Putin. This was the big one. He loves autocrats, dictators. Putin, what's his name? Oji and Korea's Kim Jong-un. He went there. There were there any missiles flying over Japan or Hawaii when Trump was president? Nope. No, there wasn't. How about G? Did we have a great trade balance? And was he trying to erode the, the imbalance that was left with China? Yes, he did. Was Putin invading anybody at the time? No. Were the nukes in Iran, were they kind of safe, their nuclear energy? Were, were they sort of subdued? I think they were. So there's no autocrat love. There's no hate of women. There's no hate for Mexicans, for sure, especially when they helped make the wall safe. No racism. <laughs> and no racism here from Charlottesville. It's all, it's all debunked. I don't know where the bunk, it's bunk. It comes from debunked. So there's obfuscation. There's prevarication and big fibs coming from the press. We'll be right back after this, Grapefruiters. A few of my favorite things are at My Natural Place, right here in Indian River County. My Natural Place recreates local woods into natural home products and furniture. You'll see their beautiful cabinets, tables, hope chests, benches, and more on the My Natural Place website. See great additions to your home from theirs. A great family business delivers quality products after free consultation, then free delivery of the finest repurposed woods from our own Indian River County. So call My Natural Place, P-L-A-Y-C-E, at 772-453-7494. And visit their website, MyNaturalPlace.com. It's a great place. And that ain't no lie, Grapefruiters. Ain't no lie. We don't deal with lies here. We just expose them. Like Joe Biden's lie. I just was looking at a picture of a list of his lies. But it this is kind of perverse. Sitting in front of, standing in front of, maybe he was sitting, maybe he couldn't stand up, at the Annapolis graduation, and he said he was offered a commission to attend Annapolis. This is 1968. 1968, Vietnam was raging. In fact, I was in the Army at the time. <laughs> Annapolis was raging. He was, he was in Syracuse Law School in 68, and he said he was offered a commission to go to Annapolis. Well, then he got five deferments. He had been a lifeguard and a football player. He said he didn't want to go to Annapolis because he wanted to play football. Then they had Joe Bellino and Roger Staubach there. That's why he didn't go. So he went to, now these could be just claims, maybe little fibs, maybe some obfuscation. But he went to the University of Delaware, and I guess he played some pretty good ball. But then he said he couldn't join the Army because he had asthma, and he had feeble health, feeble health after playing football for the University of Delaware. Maybe so. Maybe the Blue Hens aren't that great. Offered a commission. So then what, what is one of your favorite? What are your favorite Biden lies that are maybe right now? Well, I, I, I like the one where he says he's doing everything he can to bring the golf, the uh, gas prices down. 
after he has done everything he can to disable the oil industry and the, the investments. He's out there every day sweating. He's, he's carrying canisters of gas to your neighborhood, folks. Canisters of gas. How about the one he, he was, said he, was, he drove an 18-wheeler? Now, these are kind of harmless. These are kind of harmless lies, but they're just straight out, straight out prevarications. So we have Joe Biden's lies. We have Trump fibs. Yeah, everybody's got a fib or two. Like, you all look great out there, grapefruiters. I ain't lying. Could be a fib. This is P. Norman Grant and Slim Jim. And remember to squeeze in a grapefruit agenda wherever you can. Remember to tell your friends if you think you got anything out of the last 20 minutes. The Grapefruit Agenda, P. Norman Grant and Slim Jim.